0: Mark, just prior to recording, did a funny thing there. He uh he didn't have a pop filter. He always uses a sock. So he took the sock from his foot and he Please. put it around his microphone. Stop. And now he's got his own sock that was on his foot an inch away from his Stop. face.
1: It was, a, it was, I literally just showered this morning. I did a quick, I did a 20 minute vinyasa flow. And then I had a shower, very <laughs> clean. And I put the sock on moments before getting on the call. So it's fresh, fresh out the wash. <laughs> I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. My foot's never marinating on
0: your foot. My foot's never been cleaner.
1: (laughs) Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Also, these kind of private, these are for the Patreon subscribers. These moments. (laughs) 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 That's not for the free listeners. These
0: kind of (laughs) things. The foot fetishist on Patreon.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can post the socks to people. The um, (laughs) I thought of a funny story, which I'll retell because i thought it's a good a good pod anecdote about last night yeah i had some beers with uh my colleagues from work and i Mm -hmm. wasn't really paying attention to the time and had a few beers and then you know it was dark and i got the train home and Emer was out so came in had a quick bit of like bit of dinner i was like oh it's late to be having dinner and i was kind of you know when you debate whether or not Mm -hmm. to have it i ate it and then did uh did my nightly ablutions and, and got into bed. And I was like, geez, I didn't yeah. even check what time it was when I uh when I got into bed and I looked and yeah. it was it was twenty past nine yeah. <laughs> 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 on like a weekend night and I was like, Oh right. <laughs> I was like real drunk getting into bed, being like, that was a good night. That was a good one.
0: <laughs> did you stay in bed or <laughs>
1: i I thought about it um and then I I was like, ah, no, I'll get up. Like one, the <laughs> shock of it being 20 past nine, I was like, oh, whoa, uptime. I got up, tried to download a
0: uh, PlayStation game for about an hour and a half, unsuccessfully, <laughs> and then went back to bed. I did the same thing two night, literally two nights ago. I was uh, sitting watching a movie and um, I was texting Anna and I was like, Anna, I was like, Anna, God, I'm just, you know, I was talking about like how lonely my Friday night was or something. I'm like, like, and I was like, God, here I am, Friday night, falling asleep in front of a movie. And I was like, Killian, it's 8.30. <sighs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you falling asleep? And I was what? like, Oh, I feel so tired.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's a horrible. Have you got to, it's, it? I guess it's a sign of getting older, but have you ever yeah. had those nights where you get home from work or whatever and it's like eight and you're like, Man, I wish it was 10. <laughs> so I could get a bed. Like you can't go to bed at eight. And you're like, I hate those. Yeah. yeah. The winter the in between hours. hours. Like yeah. when,
0: it's, when it's winter and you get home and it is nighttime, you know, and you eat your dinner and you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like there's just these in between hours. Like I can't do anything, especially in COVID. Mm. You're just like, oh, I might as well just fucking go to bed.
1: It's too tired to read. Like you're definitely like the idea of putting a movie on. You're like, whoa, no mm. way. <laughs> like, what else is there to do? I don't know. <laughs> have you any, have any plans for the, for the Easter weekend?
0: Um. Well, things were getting pretty sunny here. I don't know if you saw that through like social media or whatever, but the weather mm. was really nice. And it yeah. was maybe the first week where you were like, oh yeah, Ireland isn't a shitty place uh, mm. when the sun is shining. Mm. Um. so, I mean, it was good there, but it's gotten like really cold again. And oh. someone said it might be like snowing on Easter, so oh, I guess like probably, probably won't do anything. Um, nice. It's Good Friday today. Happy Good Friday! Yeah, you uh, too. <laughs> hope you hope you haven't had any meat. <laughs> yeah, and nothing else. No, I haven't. What are you supposed to do on Good Friday? I think you just go to mass and don't eat meat. That's is that the one? Good Friday is the one where they make us like read out the script. Did you do that? They do this script thing where it's like Pontius Pilot is like uh, saying, um, "It's like." We all have to say, oh, we want Jesus to be crucified or whatever. And they make you read the script. So they're like, someone's acting as Pontius Pilate and they're going, um, but Jesus is innocent. Uh, why, why do you want to like crucify him? And then everyone in the church has to go, no, we want to crucify Jesus to sort of act out our betrayal of him 2000 years ago. Uh, it's very funny.
1: Fuck, uh, that doesn't. That's a, uh, maybe that was a New Park comprehensive interpretation of the Bible. Well, <laughs> uh, no, it's more
0: New Park is a Protestant, so I, it was it was uh very much a Catholic school thing where they make us act out our guilt. Yeah,
1: fair. That does sound more. I, I, I have no recollection of of that happening.
0: They make you choose between Barabbas and Jesus. Barabbas is a murderer. <laughs> Wait, they make you choose? Yeah, yeah, they make the. They make us choose because, like, Jesus was was charged and crucifixion or whatever, and it was him and another guy called Barabbas, and uh, and Barabbas is like a fucking murderer. And then they just like let mob rule and said to everyone, "Hey, who do you want to choose, Barabbas or Jesus?" And everyone we in the church have to go Barabbas. We choose Barabbas. Kill Jesus, and they make us Mm. act it out every year. God, I don't remember that. That's mad. I know. So that's oh. what you're
1: so that's what you're up to today anyway.
0: That's yeah, that's me anyway. Uh. Nice,
1: nice. <laughs> I might see if I can wrangle a few friends together socially distant and reenact our sins together in a park or something. The uh it's yeah, it's a funny one. The uh it, I see what mm-hmm. you mean about it's funny going through the motion of being like, oh the sun's out, Berlin's like a nice city again, or Dublin's a nice city again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time you're like, oh but I still can't really do anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that's true it's It's like, oh, you're getting that tickle of the summer, but then you're like, oh nothing nichts can nichts machen yeah i saw the, what's did the you see story the... with the vaccines on your end
1: uh there isn't much of a story i don't think there's nah. there's uh i don't know i, I talk, yeah. to be honest, I don't really pay attention to anything. I just pay yeah. attention to what i'm not what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do, and inside yeah. of that, I'm just like whatever yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the best way I feel like it.
1: it's the best way to go about it because mm-hmm. I also I really I really hate when uh, you know like the WhatsApp news where someone's like oh my friend is in the government or whatever and, and yeah. says this or the other that kind of stuff I've mm. kind of put me off and I'm kind of tuned out of just take the days as they come and hopefully mm-hmm. we'll all be out hugging and kissing again soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Mm. Well,
1: anyway, shall we go on to some, some films?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting week for films. Um, Yeah. Really bizarre. A a nice spread. Yeah. Like a nice kind of like eclectic mix of films. Yeah. Um, uh, But the first one uh, is uh, an Oscar contender this year. Um, Mm. It's a Danish film by uh, Thomas Vinterberg starring Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, And I watched it and this is what I thought. Hey, just watched Another Round, which is a, a Danish film starring Mads, Mik- Mads Mikkelsen, uh, the guy who sells um, Heineken or Carlsberg, I can't remember. Um, he actually seems to do a lot of ads, that guy. Uh, but it's by Thomas Vinterberg, who um, also teamed up with Mads Mikkelsen uh, on The Hunt. I don't think he directed it, but he was the cinematographer um too much information but i just i like this director he's great he did another film called cregan and uh and i think he did captain fantastic he's a he's a really good director and this is an interesting film about um basically a guy middle-aged man who's a teacher in a school and he's uh kind of become boring and he's not very satisfied with life and he's feeling kind of Depressed, his marriage life isn't going well. And then um, one night him and three other friends of his, who are also teachers, are sitting around at the table and they kind of uh talk about this philosopher who said that um if you maintain a 0.5% alcohol, 0.05% alcohol uh in your blood system, you are somehow going to be really successful in life. And they all start practicing this, and uh and that's basically the film. And um, it's just, it's a really kind of like interesting comedy, drama, social uh, experiment kind of film. Uh, its It's got like really funny moments. It's got really touching moments, got very sad moments. Um, it kind of isn't very black and white. It doesn't say like alcohol is a bad thing or alcohol is a good thing unless you sort of make up your mind on your own. Uh, the performances are really good. They've got this sort of like, group of guys like four guys and they uh it's kind of like a tonic to sort of a a toxic masculinity group it's kind of like they're sort of more along the lines of what you might have with these men's shed groups or something like that they're sort of like helping each other but they're also a little bit toxic as well so it's i don't know it's a a really nice film um about basically four teachers who try (laughs) become part-time alcoholics (laughs) really recommend it
1: Oh, that sounds weird and cool. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny that you said that. Like, I assumed when I when when you said you watched this and I saw the poster mm. and stuff, I assumed it was a man. I assumed that the ending note would be anti-alcohol, and because uh, that's usually the way it goes. And uh, mm-hmm. a man to, does something like this, and ultimately realizes that it's better to live a pure, healthy life or something. But I was, like yeah,
0: the, yeah, I was expecting like a, a fairly odd parents kind of plot, where you know the way it works with those. Fairly Odd Parents. Do you know that? Remember that cartoon?
1: Like, I I do remember
0: what I... It was always like he wishes for something, but then that wish, like, ends up being too much and too bad. And so it's Mm. like, let's say he's like, he hates going to bed, so he wishes he doesn't have to sleep. And then it's great for the first night, but then, like, the next night he's very tired. And then he's, like, a week later, he's like, oh, no, I really want to sleep. And actually sleeping is good. And that's always the plot of the of the of the movie or of the tv show and i thought this is going to be the same kind of thing like uh try out alcohol oh it's great for like a week but then suddenly your life turns to shit but it's not mm. it's not very it's not black black and white uh, which i think is good because i don't think alcohol is black and white and like mm. there's a reason we all drink it you know it's not you know it's not it's like it's fun it's very fun it is and uh it is. and it does let you know people who have inhibitions or difficulties, uh, communicating or feeling confident in themselves. It does allow them to, to, you know, be confident in themselves. And, Mm. uh, you know, like, but obviously that also, it also leads to horrible, uh, disease of alcoholism and, and, uh, you, you know, being bad and no, it's, it it doesn't say it's good, Mm. uh, either, but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, um, I don't know. Like, what do you think of alcohol? Do you think it's just bad, 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 or? I think it's, I think it's poison, but it's,
1: uh, it's, it's it's nice, fun poison. (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, Oh Jesus. Like I feel in the COVID times. I'm like, uh, just being hungover on Saturday and Sunday. is just a bit like, I'd like Mm -hmm. to not be. Yeah. yeah. uh, I actually don't, you know, drink that much anymore. Yeah. I feel like everyone's kind of reduced it. So I feel like when you, when you, when you, yeah, it's a, I think it's a, everything in moderation, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, if you're getting hammered all the time, probably not the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're doing it once in a while and then you still have your days of productivity yeah. and doing your exercise and stuff, yeah, go for it. Good times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, and and I like, I did, what I was saying as well about the, the group, the sort of, uh, antithesis to the antithesis is that how you say that An- antithesis to, antithesis <laughs> mm. uh of the toxic masculinity group and that i just i just thought like that it was a good it was these four friends and i thought it was a good model for a group of individuals who are able to be quite vulnerable in front of each other mm. and are also able are able to like try and help out each other and uh, and are really really close and it just it's rare that you see that on screen where it's not yeah. a group of Guys all men together who are who are kind of like just like making their lives worse for each other, and there mm. is like some elements of it of toxic masculinity and or whatever, but overall they seem like a nice supportive group who care about each other mm. um so uh so yeah yeah i, I kind of liked it
1: it's it's so what are they drinking all the time beers zero point five a loss
0: i I can't remember if it's zero point five or if it's point zero five but uh it it's like um they 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 start increasing it as well so it's not they don't, they don't leave it at that because the guy apparently this guy it's a real it's a real theory from a real oh, uh, wow. fi- uh Finnish psychologist
1: I, but i assume if it's a philosophy thing it's like more uh, it would have mental benefits but i can only assume the physical benefit or the physical effects so that would yeah. probably not be the best well
0: no he uh, yeah yeah but he uh, the, this guy cuz they translated the subtitle in the movie said he's a philosopher uh, mm. but then when i researched him afterwards He's actually a psychologist, doesn't say that he's a, a a philosopher, and um and so yeah, I don't know. He's got like a, a doctorate and stuff like that. Well, they always do, but anyway, mm-hmm. he, he yeah, he apparently his theories are like you no, know, you should go more and more, uh, and like until you get your optimum level or something. Oh my gosh! But it's really funny because they, you know, it is comedy because they they are like uh, they're kind of like pissed in school at work you know and like it's really funny because you know they're drunk and other people are kind of like wow they're so confident they're doing like really funny things they're like getting the student they're like everybody close your eyes close your eyes close your eyes sing with your hearts hold hands all this kind of stuff um and it's (sighs) like really it's really funny but then like it doesn't it is quite realist like so you're also like oh shit you know uh they're drunk in school, and if anyone found out, it would be mm. terrible. That's their jobs gone. So, yeah. um, so yeah, they're just like sneaking off to the staff room and like having like a sip of a nag and then they have breathalyzers with them, so they blow into the breathalyzer to see what their alcohol level is. And then wow! When That's they get to it. the right level, they, and then they maintain it through the day, and then they stop at eight o'clock, uh, and they don't drink on the weekends for sleepy time.
1: The uh, <laughs> it's, it sounds like a fun movie. It sounds like an interesting one. I'll I'll,
0: I'll yeah. probably check that one out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's uh, it doesn't sound like it was too groundbreaking in any way. Like you, you don't seem blown away by it, but
0: well, I guess it's just because I've seen uh that style uh before. I'm a big fan of it. I thought like the hunt, Thomas Vinterberg's film, the hunt, which was uh starring Matt Mickelson as well, which is from a good few years ago, maybe like 2014, mm. 15 or something Sounds like familiar. that. Uh, that was like that was kind of I watched that and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! It's like a new type of film. And then uh, also Cregan, um, which I think that was by uh, the the guy who wrote The Hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then I've seen those two films, so I'm kind of used to the style, so it didn't blow me away. But if it was the first yeah. time I'd seen a film like that, I think it would have. It, 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 they're really, really it sounds cool.
1: Like, sounds like it could be the first time I'll see a film like that, so maybe I'll enjoy <laughs> it. Do yeah. you ever get sometimes, like, if you watch a film on the podcast, mm-hmm. and then if, if like, sometimes we're trying to watch a, decide what film to watch, me yeah. Um. And she's like, "Oh, well, we watch this." I'm like, "Ah, Killian already reviewed that one. So like, you know, what I mean? it, it <laughs> kind of seems yeah. like a waste. It's like I have to watch something new. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to review it for the podcast. I need to be. Mm-hmm. Ba- I need to just like watch more than two films a week. Yeah. or every two <laughs> weeks. I think that's the key. Yeah. God, I'm such a fraud. I, yeah. <laughs> Doing her film review podcast, barely watch any movies. The um...
0: <laughs> You go through phases, though, to be fair, because like mm. I mean, I think you're working a lot at the moment, but sometimes you're a oh yeah, just watcher of films
1: in the pre-COVID war era. I was wars. Really... You're about to
0: say the pre-COVID wars. I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah, strange.
1: <laughs> the pre-COVID wars. Uh, no, the pre-COVID <laughs> era. I was really smashing the films out. It was great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, got it, man. I just got to stop watching that. I've already spoken about this fucking yachting show that I watch. No. I watched this reality TV show about yachting called Below Deck, and man, oh. I really watch it. Like, Imri and I watch a, a lot of it. Um, <laughs> we're on season eight now. Oh,
0: God, they have eight seasons of Below Deck.
1: Oh, man, there's more. There's Below Deck Sailing and Below Deck Mediterranean as well, which we're going to start Jesus. plowing through pretty soon. But uh, <laughs> it's a really, like, I'd say on a weekend I could watch up to eight episodes of it. Maybe oh, my more. God. Yeah. And it so it's on in the background, months.
0: and you're
1: not. No, no, no. It's on in the foreground. It's oh, on, wow. uh, yeah, it's on in sharp focus with me <laughs> watching. I love it. I'm
0: looking for a TV show. I, I have a puzzle, and I'm looking for a TV show that I could watch whilst doing a puzzle. I've decided on RuPaul's oh. Drag Race, but it's so fantastic that I keep looking at it. Yeah.
1: Um, so I, I, I really different... like RuPaul's Drag Race. I watch a lot of it. I would recommend Below Deck on Bravo. Seasons <laughs> one to three are on Netflix. And okay. it's, it's a real life-changing show. <laughs> it's amazing. I d- Captain Me, uh... the stud of the sea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do people get to... voted off?
1: No, no, no. It's literally just like the, the crew of a, a yacht, a chartered yacht, and they, it follows them through a season as various guests rent the yacht, and they just okay. like are the deck crew and the, the stewards on the yacht. Oh just God. the various characters that they have on board it's okay uh,
0: who's your favorite
1: my favorite um crew member or my yeah. favorite no oh, your favorite crew member God, have you favorite... watched this show i'd say kate chastain is probably my favorite crew member kate chastain um, yeah she's the chief stew but she's not in this season but she's in the last few but she's pretty good a, a chief what the chief steward oh,
0: okay <laughs> You know a lot of nautical kind of terms and stuff now.
1: Yeah, meet me on the aft deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I wish I did. I'd like you, to you, know.
0: roll, you, Chief Stew just kind of rolled off the tongue there. It was pretty like...
1: Yeah, I know. It's one of those shows where you find yourself saying like, like you'd be like, for a three-day charter, a $20,000 tip is not that good. Like, really, <laughs> we'd be having conversations like that and then be like, oh God, we're in too deep. The, uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, give it a watch. If not, mm-hmm. Emer's watching, um, 90 day fiance, which is, which is, uh, okay. there seems to be something like 45 episodes a season and yeah. th- that seems to really be a show that you have to pay almost no attention to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I've seen that one uh, mm. a couple
1: of times. It's an insane concept.
0: We saw, also saw the one where, is that the one where you, I don't, married at first sight have you seen that one?
1: Oh, I mean, that I'm is actually time. what I'm talking about. Not, not okay. Today, yeah, 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 yeah. Married yeah. at first, first sight, where you
0: just um, you just meet the person and you like Get you marry them at first sight. It's yeah. insane. It's really and like all the people God. who would agree to do that are cracked. So mm. it's like it, it's never going to work out.
1: But it's really bad in that the show the show has bad intentions. You know, the show is made to be entertaining, so you can yeah. see some people they because mm. you can't have everything be fucked up. So mm. uh, you can see some people they pair them quite well and it works mm. out. And some people they clearly are like, oh, yeah. let's get these two people <laughs> who are guaranteed to fucking hate each other and make them yeah. get married for know, the yeah. public's entertainment. Like, it's oh, so bad.
0: But yeah.
1: But also quite good. What yeah. what season of Rue on? Uh
0: well, it was weird because um Anna uh decided that like RuPaul is something that we need to watch in order. So uh we just Did watched start the with... first season. Oh yeah.
1: no one watches the first or second and, uh,
0: season. And 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 it's like really uh it's like really low budget the first season mm. of RuPaul. It's like mm. honestly, it looks like it was made by, by like a high school or something. Yeah. Like yeah. it actually has the what's amazing is that it was actually very entertaining. Like for for something that I can imagine, looked like yeah. it had a budget of like you that's the one that like kicked it off. Like it was like this little must have been like they threw no money at it and it became mm-hmm. really popular just with that. So it was actually quite entertaining to see that. And then uh I I decided to skip to the last most recent season.
1: <laughs> oh, very strange. I would say so you I went it, from
0: it, one to thirteen.
1: <laughs> I'd say you probably watched it in the worst possible order. Um <laughs> because the very first <laughs> the very first seasons are like i think people generally when they start watching it start on three because it was the first season when it had any money okay um but like so season three is excellent and then Mm -hmm. i find the later ones not as good it's kind of become a caricature of itself it's gotten too much okay okay but season three very good okay excellent excellent. so i'd recommend but you know continue if you yeah if you you wish um anyway this is a movie podcast i know (laughs) (laughs) um on to the next film one i watched uh which i've been meaning to watch for a long time i think i'll explain this in the review but it's Mm -hmm. called mandy a nicholas cage film and here is what i thought of it so i just watched mandy a film i've been meaning to watch for a long time It's a Nicolas Cage film. Um, And all I really knew about it was that it was kind of a horror. Well, I thought it was kind of a horror, um, but it's very hyped up. Like people really like it. I've had friends say it's amazing and um, my dad really likes it. And yeah, I've just heard really good reviews that it's really kind of out there and really, really good. And um, so I went to a pretty high expectations and I kind of went in based on how people described it to me being like, this is, I'm going to love this. Um, and I have to say I was pretty disappointed with this. Like the film, it has a lot of cool things about it. It's like, it's really, like it has some of the craziest use of light I've ever seen in a film ever. Like it just, the whole movie is like just blue and red lights and green and just like pretty much every scene is like really dark with just really strange lighting in it, which is really cool. And the music was really good as well. I really liked the music. Um, and I guess the story, like it definitely had some cool story elements. Like there's some characters, like some like evil characters that I thought were really cool. And like the costume design and stuff, I thought it was great. But my problem with it, with it was at the start, for the first hour, it was two hours long. And the first hour, I was like, fuck yes, this is so cool. I love this. And then the second hour, like the first hour, it was quite, you know, kind of not serious, but it was like a, it, they were really focusing on like making it really trippy and weird. And it's a bit Nicolas Cage. And he encounters this kind of Jesus hippie cult, like very sinister Jesus hippie cult. And they um, do something very very bad to him. Um, and well, yeah, they do something very, very bad that not to him, but affects him. Um, and then he kind of goes on a bit of a revenge mission, but the first half, you're kind of like, Oh, this culture is so weird. And you don't really know a whole lot of what's going on. And you're quite like, it's quite interesting. And the colors and stuff is so, it seems quite artsy and like, not like a serious film, like definitely silly. I'm trying to think of a comparison, but I can't, but like, you're kind of like, oh, this is, this is cool. I like this kind of like, I guess bits in Midsummer that are almost kind of funny just because of how they are, but it's not, it's not a funny movie. It's just kind of this interesting kind of scenes and stuff in it. It's like that. But then the second half, it just kind of turned into a dumb slasher film. And like, they even tried to make it, like there were bits in it that were clearly put in there to be funny. And I think when you've kind of like when there was no no kind of comedic bits in the first hour, having kind of silly, funny stuff in the second hour. Sorry, I got cut off there. But yeah, when there's no comedic bits in the first hour, having comedic silly bits in the second hour for me, it's just too much of a tone change. And I was like, ugh, like, I don't want. Like, I guess if the whole film, because it's Nicolas Cage, you know, I guess the whole film was like uh, silly Nicolas Cage slasher. I'd be like, all right, this is what it is. But I think because of all the hype and because the first hour is so strong and so different from any other movie i would seen, I was like, whoa, I really like this, where this is going. And I like it stylistically. So when it switched back into like cheesy horror, like I'm talking like Nicolas Wade Cage wearing aviators and wielding a chainsaw and like doing like lots of cool moves like maybe like evil dead 2 or that kind of cheesy horror stuff the switch from something i thought was going to be interesting and you know pretty out there and different to just revert back to that kind of formulaic slasher movie i was kind of like oh shit you know it's kind of like oh they kind of let me down you know what i mean um so yeah and i have to say uh, towards the end, I was really like, Ugh, "I hope this ends soon." Like, I want this to be over soon. Um, which is a shame. Like, I was really excited for this one, and yeah, sorry, long review, but it was a it was a long years of hype, and yeah, disappointed, not
0: happy. There we go. That was sound, a long. You sound Genuinely sad about that one, Matt.
1: I was. I was actually like. <laughs> it was a, it was a film like like friends of mine loved that film one of my friends bought like a hand-painted poster of the film poster from new mm. york like you gotta post it over and like my dad it looks loves beautiful it.
0: the poster looks amazing
1: yeah and it's really like as i said like the soundtrack is like this metal soundtrack and like the just the story and the artwork and and stuff i was like yeah and like nicholas cage i think when he's good he can Mm. be really good but Mm. it was just not good like yeah as i said the first hour was so good and there was so and the the pacing as well the first hour was really slow which is kind of unexpected sometimes really slow paced stuff is i like it you know it's it's different and then from that to change it's funny there's a there's actually like a distinct scene where that it's like they're like from this scene on the film is going to be a fucking slasher A different horror. vibe. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the scene is he, it's Nicolas Cage, like, what's the word for when he, like, melt down metal and make stuff out of it? Uh,
0: okay.
1: Like smelting or something? Yeah, he's like, something like that. He, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just cuts to, like, he's just an, a guy living in a house. And it cuts <laughs> to the scene of him, like, melting steel and making a giant <laughs> axe out of the steel. And, like, it's like this really ornate big axe. Is oh, he someone who could do that? No, he's supposed to be a lumberjack. um, (laughs) And he's doing this while wearing just a t-shirt and a pair of aviators. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Okay. And then kind of the most annoying part about that as well, even though I'd already turned on the film by the time it became Mm. all slashery, was he barely even used the axe then. He used it to kill like (laughs) two people and not even in that like significant way. He just kind of hit them with the axe. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, Some of
0: the um, characters, uh, the names... um, so this is uh, Mandy 2018 with Ivalo Dimitrov as Scratch, Callan Karen as Scabs, Thomas Hagio as Fuck Pig, and Paul Painter as Cheddar Goblin.
1: Yeah, Cheddar Goblin was a good thing. <laughs> Cheddar Goblin was definitely something I liked out of it. I'd I'd actually really like you to just watch the first half because I think it's so. It's like really like. That 70s kind of culty, trippy thing done okay, really, okay. really well. And a, a cool thing about the lighting is it kind of has a retro vibe in that. It's really it cool. It doesn't useful. look
0: like a film from 2018. It's no, cool.
1: but a, a, a really cool thing as well is like, you can see that the lights are just studio lights Okay, and they switch on and off, but it's kind of oh, nice that's in cool. that way. You know what I mean? Ah. Like there'll be a bit where like someone will come into focus and if they're a bad guy, a red light will just shine on them. Oh, and wow. it just looks like a studio light just shining on them. But it's oh, still cool, cool that the way it happens. So, yeah, I like I'd, I'd recommend checking it out. But then just after the first hour, I just turned it off. And
0: Okay, and okay, okay. Nicholas do you not like waiting. a slasher? Or is it just that it, just, it was like two different movies in the one? I mean, I do.
1: To- I do. Like, I think they're fine. But mm-hmm. I think even for a slasher film, this wasn't even a good one. It's funny because my complaint about the film was the first half was so interesting. The second half was so... Gory and shit. I was kind of like whatever. And then I went on Mm -hmm. Reddit, and then there were loads of people had the opposite complaint that like, oh yeah, the first half was too slow, and the second half wasn't gory enough. (laughs) I was like, oh right. I was like, I wish it was all boring and slow, and they're like, no, I wish it was all fast and bloody.
0: (laughs) But you are saying that probably, like, you did mention there. You were like, if it had picked one, if it had been just Nicholas Cage slashing shit up. It would have also been good. It's just the fact that it was It kind would have of,
1: been good, but I, I, it wouldn't yeah. have got the the hype, I don't think. Also, no. Nicolas Cage's acting was really bad, like...
0: he does, he, He's one or the other. That's Nicolas Cage, isn't mm, it? He but in, he, he in, always in, goes for it, and then sometimes he's amazing, and sometimes he's, he's shit, you know?
1: Yeah, and like, it seems funny to complain about his acting in a film that's this kind of meant to be stupid, but mm-hmm. it really was, like, some of the scenes, I was just like, oh, fucking hell, what's he... <laughs> What's he up to here at all? <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. yeah, it was just disappointing, you know. A film and like it ticks all the right boxes, and then you're just mm. like, oh, yeah, all right, you know. It's
0: funny. It's just kind of you because you mentioned Midsummer. I just yeah. was like, God, I haven't seen that movie for ages, but it was such a fucking good movie. Mm. Not to like go on about Midsummer a lot, but it was great. The way it used, yeah. it married sort of horror and then kind of comedy and uh and then like it was all in the daytime which is just mm. so rare for like a horror movie to be just all so yeah. bright in daytime it, uh, I, it was just amazing it was a great film i think i might give it a rewatch soon
1: i find that funny i think fi- i think a lot of people critiqued midsummer quite heavily because they've they they didn't like Midsummer is just a horror film in the daytime and I think people yeah. just didn't categorize it as a horror film just because it's in the daytime. And yeah. Like yeah. Oh, I wasn't really into it. It was weird. And I'm like <laughs> you realize it's just pretty much a standard horror movie. but <laughs> It's bright. <so. laughs>
0: and this is kind of similar to Wicker Man. Isn't Nicolas Cage in Wicker Man as well?
1: He's in the new Wicker Man. Yeah.
0: And uh, and he, I think he was in the old one as well. I think he, started he most, he most certainly before.
1: was not. He was he was not. The old one was released in like the
0: 70s. No, they did another one after that as well. He made uh, two Wickermans? Yeah, and uh, there was... A, uh, God, okay, we're going to Google for this one. Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, 2006. He was in the Wicker Man in 2006. Mm-hmm. They did a remake of it. Yeah, it's when they put the bees on his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the bees. But this has a Wicker Man plot. It's a Wicker Man plot, right? Kind of? What does? The Mandy.
1: It has nothing to do with... Oh, because it's a cult in it, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a similar style thing where you go to the cult and the cult fuck around with you a bit. I mean, in, I guess in Wickerman he goes revenge. to the cult
1: and in, in, in Mandy, the cult goes to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: a different yeah. kind of cult as well. Like, okay, Mandy's okay. really like... It's quite Charles Manson-esque. It's actually very Charles Manson. Okay. The guy... Because it has like a leader and he's like... They're all like taking acid and being like mm-hmm. all acid okay Another okay. thing I wanted to say, actually... uh which I was saying to Emer, they talk about taking acid a lot, the people Mm -hmm. in the cult, and they're like, oh, we're on acid. And I actually feel like that. I don't like that. I wish they didn't. You know, like when you see hippie cults, you're like, oh, they're obviously on drugs. But -hmm. I actually find it creepier when they don't explicitly say it because then you're Mm -hmm. like, ooh, maybe they're just like intoxicated by some satanic energy. You know what I mean?
0: There's also nothing more annoying than someone telling you they're on acid or they've been on acid or talking about their acid experiences. Yeah, It's always like...
1: There's just lots it's like... of di- direct acid references. Whereas I feel like it would have been nice to have, like, you know, it's kind of implied in the film. They're these hippies and they're all like in a weird, trippy cult. Mm-hmm. But I'd prefer if, if it was never so explicit and you'd be like, oh, maybe yeah. they're just on some culty weird, weird mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It leaves yeah. a bit of mystery to it, makes it a bit mm-hmm. more kind of. I getcha.
0: I Again, know. like Midsummer.
1: I think there was some explicit drug taking in Midsummer.
0: Well, yeah, oh yeah. Maybe. But they didn't exactly. talk about it a lot, you know. It was
1: kind of yeah, like, true.
0: It was like, hey, drink this, and then they just get fucked up. <laughs>
1: I liked the bit in Midsummer where she could suddenly speak Swedish. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um anyway, that's enough. That uh, that that's enough of this movie. Okay, it's, okay, okay. It's disappointing. Very mm-hmm. cool bits of it. I feel like you mm-hmm. could even just watch some of the scenes in isolation okay. of the whole film. On YouTube. Okay. Whoa, but uh, okay. yeah. Moving that. on. Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Moving on. Mm-hmm. The next film you watched is the okay. Uh,
0: so uh, I went. Uh, I didn't go anywhere actually. I stayed in my sitting room. I went to my sitting room and I watched Hell's Moving Castle. Uh, it was funny. I don't mention this in review, so I can say it here. Um, I yeah. Again, I was starting that puzzle, and I wanted to watch something that was relaxing. And I'd be able to do the puzzle at the same time. And I chose Hell's Moving Castle, which I forgot is a subtitled film. Ugh. So I had to keep my eyes firmly rooted on the television. Foolish. And I didn't do any of the puzzle. <laughs> just, what is? Wh- I just what?
1: sat beside the puzzle. Is it a jigsaw?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a Ravensburger uh, jigsaw puzzle. Oh,
1: Ravensburger.
0: Yeah, Ravensburger.
1: Nicely <laughs> pronounced. And what is the image?
0: Uh, it's a library. Library. Oh, like a, I'd say that. Yeah. colored books? Yeah, colored e books. books, yeah. Lots okay, of different colors for the books, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you I'll, enjoying I'll it? I'll stick
1: it up on the Instagram. Oh, please. yeah, I'm sure that people would love to see it. Yeah. Um, anyway, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, Roll I'll... the clip.
0: Hey, I just watched Howl's Moving Castle, which is um, a Studio Ghibli film by, by Hayao Miyazaki. Um, it's uh, really, really nice. It tells the story of uh, a sort of... Weird kind of steampunk, uh, moving castle that moves on legs, and there's a magician called Harold who's inside it. And then, um, this young woman who's kind of in search of adventure, uh, she gets turned into an old woman and, uh, she's kind of trying to uh, break the spell that's turned her into an old woman. Uh, and it basically is just your classic kind of, um, kind of comedy fantasy that Miyazaki has, except there's like some backdrops of like European war conflicts. And it kind of, um, it kind of is talking about sort of the ridiculousness of war. I kind of think it touches on some serious issues, um, but like it has all those great things that you have in uh, Studio Ghibli films where, You know, the uh, animation is just stunning. Uh, The food always looks insanely delicious. Like you really just want to reach into the television and take some of the food and eat it. (laughs) Uh, And then like the colors are wonderful. Uh, There's lots of really kind of funny set pieces. Um, And there's always just like, I think, like a nice core message. So, uh, yeah, I mean, much like... um, all the other Studio Ghibli's, okay, because I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, it's a really nice fantasy kind of realist uh, drama. Mm. Just short and a, sweet, I guess. That was a short review, but I love it. Was,
1: you know, it's better to keep you know keep them short. I'd I'd say. Know, you're there, like you
0: know. uh, like at the moment. I'd say you're like um, director's cut voice yeah, yeah, with yeah, messages, yeah, yeah. and I'm st- yeah. I'm like the I'm like the uh, studio cut where they just mm. take out all of the. All of this stuff, keep it concise. <laughs> mm.
1: You're the radio edit and I'm the full album version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh that film looks nice. I had a quick look at it there. It doesn't look as fantastic apart from the gigantic flying castle, it doesn't look as like fantastical as other ones. So it looks um, very human-centric,
0: is it? It is, yeah. It it's got a it's got a few different characters now. Um there's also, like, weird kind of blobby creatures. Uh, the main character is half wizard, half bird. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and then there's quite a good bit of magic in it. Uh, like, he can fly uh, and, like... No, there's a fair bit of magic, but it is based in some sort of real world where there's uh, sort of wizards and uh, demons. Oh, yeah, um, okay. So there's wizards and demons in it. But generally, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, I, I watched... Uh, the two most recent um, Studio Ghibli films that I've seen are this and then... Um, uh, P- Pokoro, uh, the the flying pig. Um, and what? I, uh, do you mean Porco Rosso? Porco Rosso, sorry. <laughs> what did you say there? Pokoro. <laughs> Pokoyo, that's that's something else. Another <laughs> Japanese thing. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Please continue. Porco Rosso. And they're both based in Europe. And, and it's interesting to see, like, Miyazaki is obviously, like, you know, one of uh, Japan's, um, most distinguished uh filmmakers. Mm. But he's obviously like he's very influenced by the European uh like history of film and like also he seems to be very interested with European architecture and history. So it's kind mm. of cool to see this very Japanese style of animation, but it's set in like I mean it's not like a specific place, but you can see it's got like you've got like England-esque places, you've got Mediterranean-esque places mm. and uh and like Germany kind of. So it's cool to see that through a Japanese lens. I just thought, yeah. I, I think it's like really cool to see that. Uh, I liked it a lot. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I guess there's a lot of European people who are obsessed with Japanese architecture and design and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that I guess it goes yeah. both ways. I
0: see. I saw some really good memes about that recently, about people who just, someone, like, someone is just like, it's like those memes of like someone who looks very angry at something and then mm-hmm. someone who looks really happy at something. And it's just like the person is looking angrily at uh it just says place. And then it's like the person's looking very angrily at it. And then it just says place Japan. And the person's just looking really happy at it. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like, or the same thing with like capitalism. And the person's like, oh, capitalism. But it's just like capitalism Japan. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, yeah, yeah, that is. That is very much the case. I'm a, I'd be a bit of a. I'd be a bit of a. Of a, a I would. Close. Yeah, I would, too. I, I like Japan. that stuff. Like oh Love Japanese it. things nice yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That film sounds nice. I don't know. It's great. I, there's something about the Studio Giggly films that I'm just like I never want to watch them. Yeah, I kind of feel like they all look the same from the images mm. that you see when you Google them. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think the old lady in that movie looks almost the same as the old lady yeah. in Spirited Away.
0: That's very much the sort of the model of old lady that he he uh, he uses. It's it's mm. got the like the sort of the long nose, the hunched back. It's an old kind of probably based on some like kind of witch, an old witch kind of thing mm, or something, because mm. uh, it's a, a, a kind of character you see a lot. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I, I've never watched a Studio Ghibli film just going like, God, this is shit. I've always been able to buy into the, uh, the world that it's yeah. set in, and I've always been able to just go, mm, that was nice, you know. Yeah. And sure. maybe once or twice I've gone, that was absolutely amazing. I, I love that. I've blown mm. away but I've, ne- I've never like not left it with a, like a nice satisfied, like you've eaten a nice meal or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I you do I have to be kind know. of in a mood for them, but they're they're usually quite satisfying.
1: I have the, uh, I I feel like nearly the same about Studio Ghibli films as I do about Wes Anderson films. I'm always like, anytime I've watched them, I've been like, that was mm-hmm. good. But yeah. I, if someone suggests putting one on, I'm always like, no, nah, don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to put that on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I do think Princess Mononoke <laughs> is a bit boring.
0: Yeah, that one's the, that one. I think that was the first one I watched when I was like sixteen or something. So I oh. don't know, but I think I remember liking it. Uh, it gets a little too like big blobby monster fighting another blobby monster, kind of yeah. or whatever. And that that shit does get boring. And if you watch it, mm. that's what I didn't like about Akira or whatever. Yeah, um, that's a real
1: blobby monster fest. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I don't I
0: don't like that much.
1: When I first started um, in college in Trinity College Dublin um i was just a i was just a small town boy from dublin 16 and i started and i remember hearing lads in the arts block talking about like studio ghibli and mm. and and like princess mononoke and stuff and i was like Whoa, what the fuck are these guys talking about and then i, I was talking to someone like oh it's like this japanese animator blah blah and i was like oh man <laughs> i don't know any of this stuff it was really freaking me out it's such a distinct memory of yeah, looking yeah. It up and being like confused as to why like mm-hmm. adults would watch this kind of film i was like this looks yeah like a film for japanese children i don't know why all these like friendly <laughs> lads in college are watching this it kind of gave me a bit of an existential crisis to be yeah, yeah yeah i was like should i be watching japanese cartoons as well <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like That's- Transformers <laughs> which Shia above. Why are people watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then four years in Trinity and look at me now.
0: <laughs> Got a film podcast.
1: Got a and, film podcast. Uh, yeah. I've, I've done my time as a barista. <laughs> work yeah, work yeah, at a craft yeah. beer factory.
0: And you could talk for hours about Studio Ghibli.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, before I go on a, a long rant about Studio Ghibli, should we move on to the
0: next <laughs> Mark was just about to show you some of his theories, but we've got to move on. We literally don't have the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, next film. uh, Moving from uh, an animal of a filmmaker, Hayao Miyazaki, to the animal dog.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) Okay. What about
1: (laughs) moving from a Japanese film that looks like it's set in Europe to a European film that is set in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh The next film I watched was called Dogman. This is what I thought. So I just watched Dogman, a film uh, that came out a few years ago. And I think it won some awards. I remember there's a lot of hype about it. I think maybe we spoke about it um before... But I was reluctant to watch it at the time Because I thought it was going to be like a really sad dog movie Sorry, there's a bus going by But uh, Yeah, it wasn't It didn't actually end up being that There's a lot of dogs in it But just purely because the main character owns a dog grooming salon But that's not really part of the story It's just kind of like Who he is um, The story is about these people who live in this weird Like Failed Tourist town or failed resort town in Italy and the the town looks fucking crazy. It's, like, really isolated and just, like, sand everywhere and, like, all these kind of dilapidated, like, resort buildings. It looks really, really cool. And it's all, like, a nice, close-knit little neighborhood community, but there's this one guy who causes a lot of trouble, and he basically bullies the main character. Um, and that's basically it. Like, the, the main character is kind of this uh, kind of timid... Uh, seems like a bit of a yes man kind of guy and he wants to get on with everybody and he's a well-respected member of the community and then he just gets totally taken advantage of by this kind of bully dude who like convinces him to do stuff and commit crimes and all this kind of stuff but you can see that the main character really likes the attention that he gets from this bully guy and then that's that's kind of where way the story goes like he knows that he doesn't want to do anything that'll negatively affect the community but also he likes the attention and the the, you know the kind of um, what's the word adrenaline he gets from hanging out with this bully dude so it's a, it's a cool story and man the acting of the main character is fucking incredible like he's so good and conveys so many different emotions in the movie so well um, it's quite different from what I thought it would be like uh, like I thought it was going to be really serious but it's actually not that like serious and artsy like it's kind of i know sounds weird to say but it's more of like a straightforward movie and story than i expected um like the pacing and everything's fairly you know easy to follow and you're just there and there's not a lot of contemplative time for it well maybe there is like i was kind of thinking about it a bit afterwards but and that's not a bad thing you know it's not like i really liked it and i definitely recommend watching it but definitely was i felt like when i saw the awards you know sometimes you see like all these award shows at the start and stuff—you're like, oh, this is going to be kind of a a real thinker, and you're, you know, it's going to be real artsy. And it did look amazing and everything, but it was definitely—it was pretty straightforward. um But yeah, great. I really liked it. And so, I know this review is all over the place. I've actually tried to record this review like multiple times, and I don't know why. I just keep fucking it up, and I feel like maybe I kind of fuck this one up, but. So be it. <laughs> and actually, the review sounded better when I listened back to it. There, that's actually that's a why great, I was review. great review. Great yeah, th- review. I thought it was actually solid. Yeah, well constructed. The um, yeah. I was kind of out of breath because I kept trying to record that review. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal something. I didn't just watch the film, as you can probably tell by the fact that I was outside. I actually watched yeah. it the day before and twice attempted to record or review it, and I just couldn't. I don't know why. I kept going the words. On, I kept going on long tangents about uh different um parts of the movie and then I'd be like well oh, I've been talking about like the town that he lives in for like three minutes and then uh I just had to keep abandoning but anyway there we go that's that's the that movie. sometimes
0: happens with a film that you really like and it's still going through your head mm. you can't you you keep like uh when you're doing the review you you run into details that you haven't fully gone through in your head and then you start yeah. using the review as a place to explore those thoughts and then yeah. it ends up becoming not a review but more like a kind of uh Personal kind of exploration of the film or whatever. Yeah, uh, so I totally get that. That that's happened to yeah. me as well. Where you sometimes, but no, maybe he was, maybe he was the the symbol of the dog. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. he or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, wait, this isn't really the review. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's like doing a therapy session, except instead of like looking at your inner, yeah. inner demons, you're uh, just thinking about a movie. <laughs> 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 the um that film was great sounds really good no it's great and it's i just love it and italy is nice and listening Mm. to people speak italian is really nice yeah they're all like i don't know and it's just (laughs) lovely and um yeah main actor is really well cast as well because he's quite skinny and he's kind of i think he's kind of putting on kind of a, a dodgy posture and yeah he just looks really like Vulnerable, but also nice, and mm-hmm. there's loads of shots of him like standing with his hands behind his back, okay, uh, outside his dog grooming place, and going like a ciao to people as they walk by, mm. and you're like, oh, he's a real nice neighborhood man. And
0: guys. is it long? Is it a long movie? You said concise. Mm.
1: Mm, I think it's I think it's it's under two hours anyway. I think it's like one fifty. Oh, that's minute. good. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Now, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, maybe the dog. One hundred
0: minutes. That's pretty good. Oh, that's good. That's great. Yeah. That's a really good time.
1: I think he is the dog man because he... Okay. The bully treats him like one might treat a pet dog. Okay. And okay, the, okay. he likes the attention from the bully and... Mm-hmm. Is that a spoiler? Probably not.
0: No, no, no. That's good. That's like symbolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah,
1: that, that, I only thought of that after when I was thinking about how it all worked. I was like, maybe it's dog man because of that. He's like... Mm-hmm. The guy just kind of shows up and he's eager to please him yeah. um, straight away. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. And again... it it was one of those films where they're in this town and nothing really happens outside of the little town that mm-hmm. they live in. Yeah. And then there is one bit where they do leave. And when they do finally leave the town, you're like, Oh, what the fuck? Where are they going? You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's good. I think you would really like that movie. Yeah.
0: I love Italian films. Probably my favorite, mm. um, country's cinema is Italian. So I'll give this one a look and it doesn't look like most, like a lot of Italian cinema is like kind of like, really big examinations of, of the the human mind or, or, yeah. the pers- or the, like existential questions or whatever, like great mm. big fat films that discuss the meaning of life. Whereas yeah. this seems like a, kind of a little more straightforward, which uh, I'm pretty attracted by.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to get at. Like, it's not like La Dolce Vita or anything. It's not yeah. like this big, long <laughs> thing. It's just, you know, and I'd say the events and it take place over, you know, a pretty short period of time. And
0: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I think you'd love it. One thing I would say though, I see you're already looking at your screen, but there is just a like the actual. There's a ridiculous spoiler in in the poster of the movie. There's a spoiler. Okay. So okay, don't okay, even look okay. it up. Like it's okay, like okay, like, okay. I couldn't believe. To be fair, I knew what the poster looked like, and then, mm. and then when I was watching it, I only after the film ended, I was like, I can't believe that that is the poster for this film because it's okay. like, it's like ugh, anyway.
0: Pretty or hard so. to avoid a poster if you're going to watch a movie. Like that's I know it's like it's like the minimum you thing it. you can do. <laughs>
1: Unless you just look at the words, like the word "dog Like that's you're hardly going to watch a film that says "dog yeah. man" 2018. Like,
0: I've 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 started like, um, and I don't know if this is something you do, but like if you're if you're deciding to watch a film or whatever, like it's sometimes nice to go into it with as little information as possible. Mm, uh, oh yeah, like absolutely. Like if you're watching a trailer for something, watch the first ten seconds of the trailer and then go yes or no. You know. Mm. Uh, like, cause like, obviously, there are certain types of trailers that reveal the entire plot, but like, yeah. sometimes it's just so lovely to watch a film where you just haven't got a fucking clue. Oh, I and, uh, totally agree. It's just the best way to watch it sometimes.
1: I think. I think it can sometimes be important to know what genre of film it is. Like, if you don't know, and then it's a, it turns out to be a comedy or something. Yeah. You're yeah like, whoa, yeah. what the fuck? But yeah, other than that, I think I think you're 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 spot on. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, what was I gonna say there? Oh yeah, I yeah, as you said like I would be a big man of, or, or a big fan of watching a trailer to the point where I'm convinced and then turning it off. Like watch yeah. 15 20 seconds and go like, yeah, "Oh yeah, yeah, this looks good." Yeah. I'm
0: mm-hmm. very
1: very keen for this.
0: I'd be big like like we'd be watching the trailer and then I go
1: Another edit. Killian Killian was just demonstrating the way, <laughs> the manner in which he pauses trailers when he's watching them and in doing so stopped the recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's method why, acting. Why did I do that?
1: You're like, I go like this.
0: Stop! <laughs> no, stop the whole recording. Uh, so, whoopsie daisy. No, the weird,
1: it's the more we do this, the more we edit.
0: Yeah, yeah. The more we do this, the worse we get. I'm very sure of that. Ah, um. uh, I mean, maybe worse <laughs> from a technical point of view, but the
1: banter is yeah, better yeah than yeah, it's yeah. ever That's been. That's true. Yeah, Pe- yeah. People have been coming up to me saying that they're
0: like they've never heard banter like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in for uh we're in for a prize at the banter awards.
1: Yep. Yeah. The,
0: they are the actually have us on
1: after football matches now talking yeah. about the match. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they? We're gonna replace the current yeah. football men.
0: And they like just calling it the Lads Podcast. Should yeah, we just, just change the name of this to the Lads? the Lads Podcast? <laughs>
1: we're gonna change
0: it to Back of the Net. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Back, of the, Back of the net
0: with Mark and Kill.
1: <laughs> Mark and Kill. Fucking hell. Look at what! Look at that strike.
0: I tell you, I've never been a footballer like Cantona. Not in this country. Yeah.
1: I find it really <laughs> strange, even to this day, of knowing you so long, that you love football so much.
0: I know. <laughs> I actually did. Sense. I was on another podcast there. Uh, someone was doing an interview with me, and she was like, what did you want to be when you grow up? And I was just like, I wanted to be a footballer and a rock star. And she was like, you wanted to be a footballer. And then she was just like, I never had you pecked as a, I never had you pecked as a footballer. Uh, yeah. And then I had to explain to her, like how, when I was in school, because I just don't seem like a sports person, um, even though I'm like mad about them. And, uh, and I, in school, I was on the rugby team and the teachers wouldn't let me leave class to go to the games because they didn't think that I was on the team. And I. Like, I'd be like, we have to go. I have to go and get on the team bus now. We, like, we have a match. And the teacher be like, Killian, sit down. Okay. I don't, I'm okay. The joke is over. I've had enough of the joke. Really? And I was like, I'm not joking, miss. Let me go. Yeah. But and they pull would say, just... like, look at me socks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop. Stop messing. Uh, so That's it was, so annoying. Yeah, it was very yeah you annoying. don't. You just. You just don't give off uh, a yeah. footy footy
1: vibes. And like,
0: obviously, the other students in the class thought it was so funny. Like, they'd know, but they'd be like, "Miss, he's messing. He's messing, Miss. <laughs> he's not oh, on the rugby team. There's nothing you can do." <laughs> I feel like you. You still.
1: You still thought it was possible for you to be a professional footballer until you were like twenty-five. Very, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. I guess like the level of like. I mean, I. I really because I mean, I guess I'm twenty-seven now. I should be at my peak playing ability. So there's still a shot that I could get to, not like professional, I guess, maybe like semi-professional now. But if I trained insanely hard, like I think I could. Anyway. You become. You could, you I, could I, it's hard to give up on your dreams. It's very hard to give up on your dreams. Um, yeah, I guess. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Didn't you, did you once like lose a football boot for a while and then you just found it on the side of the road? Or yeah,
0: like yeah. Or I, I accused like every, I did this whole thing. I joined a football team and I, uh, and I, I like couldn't find my boot and just one day, I, I accused though, like, yeah, I accused everyone. The, I went through all their bags because I was like, not in like a, in a way that like you're sitting on the remote kind of way, like you accidentally are hiding this thing. I was like, you're sitting, I was like, you've got my boot in your bag. I just, can you just let me check? And they're like, I don't think I have. And I was like, you do. And I was going through all their, bags. I couldn't find it. And then I was like a week later, just walking around my estate. And it was just like on the curb. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> and I just like I took a photo of it and sent it into the football WhatsApp group, and they were all just like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> God,
1: that's good. That's a real. That's a real Sunderman special. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, that's very nice. dumb. Very dumb.
1: Silly. Anyway, mm-hmm. I need to wee wee, and then I need to go and reenact the
0: crucifixion. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've got our cross arriving um, at three. So I got to head off. Yeah, uh, I have to
1: go to the Baumacht and buy some wood <laughs> for the cross. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, that was that was a podcast we did there.
0: There you go. And Thanks so much for listening.
1: Thank you once again. And yeah, maybe we'll post on Instagram some more. And mm-hmm. yeah, keep in touch. Thanks, everybody.
0: Yeah. MKUltraFilm on the Instagram. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for an hour and uh, send us some reviews uh, if you want to on the Instagram and we'll play them.